Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast today is sponsored in loving memory of Ruth Jerome, Alea Shalom, Lilu Nishmat, Ruth Bat Farida, sponsored by her son Joey Jerome, and as well in loving memory of Victor Franco's father, Shmuel Franco, Alea Shalom, Lilu Nishmat, Shmuel Ben Garaz, sponsored by Alice and Victor Franco. Rabotai, today is President's Day. It's a day where we celebrate and we try and commemorate the birthdays of Washington, of Lincoln, and, uh, and of course, the, uh, all of the successes, hopefully, of, uh, of the presidents. But it's a day in which we discuss leaders. That's the idea. It's a day in which we discuss leaders. So today, I would like to discuss a leader from the Torah's perspective, maybe not uh, from the president's perspective, but the Torah's perspective. The Pasuk says, Moshe Rabbeinu goes up and he prays to God to forgive the Jews for this sin. Now, you have to understand the level and intensity of what Moshe Rabbeinu was doing. Moshe Rabbeinu breaks the Luchot. And you need to get, aside from the story within uh, which the context is, is being given, also within Moshe Rabbeinu's own context. The Pasuk says that when Moshe Rabbeinu comes to God at the burning bush, Moshe says, I don't know if I'm the person, it should be somebody else, it should be anybody else. I can't believe that I'm the person, it doesn't make sense. You're going to take the Jews out. Moshe Rabbeinu gets told by God, Here is the sign for you that I I sent you. What is going to be the sign that you're the leader? What's going to be the sign that this was a success? Ta'avdun, the Jewish people will worship God on this mountain. Now you have to understand, if Moshe Rabbeinu breaks the Luchot on the mountain, then he's breaking not only the Luchot themselves, but he's also breaking the, the, the sign that he's been waiting for to illustrate that he was the right messenger, that the mission was a success. Breaking the Luchot destroys Ta'avdun et Elohim ala harazeh. So it was a very big thing for Moshe Rabbeinu to do. So why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu was doing it? Rabotai, you have to understand something magnificent. There was a young man who, during the time of the British Mandate of Palestine, he, uh, he decided he was going to import some, uh, yeah, at the time, the British Mandate, a mandata Palestine, nakhon, of the, of the British. At the time, there was a law against importing any objects. This guy, he gets an entire uh, wagon full, or whatever it is, a bus full of, of uh, onions, and he brings them across the border. Unfortunately for this Jewish man, he gets caught. They bring him to the court at the time, by the way. We think of the today, when you think of the British, you think of them as a very kind. You think of them as a, you know, a very uh, warm, vanilla kind of, you know, they're proper, they're very politically correct, you know, in the world as well, the position that they occupy, etc., etc. But when they were a colonial power, they were brutal. They were brutal, you know? You think about what happened, what was going on in India and other places where they colonized. You made a mistake, you broke the law under, you know, under British law, you know, the, the, the results could be disastrous. Rabotai, this guy is shaking in his boots. He hires the best lawyer that he could find. I don't know if he paid him in onions or not, but he, he hires the best lawyer he could find. The lawyer walks in, the prosecutor lays down the charges of illegal of smuggling, everything like this. Everyone is flipping out in the court. But the defense attorney is sitting there, hair care, unruffled. Calm. He wins the case in under a minute. How does he win the case? They got him dead to rights. He says, will the court please read out the law which incriminates my client? 
No problem. You can't smuggle the, one of the laws. They open the law book. They read out the law. It says that one is not allowed to bring in goods without a specific or a, uh, a permit from the government da, 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 with a you know, criminal offense. And now the defense lawyer is smiling as the judge reads out the last words of the law. Cannot do the smuggling da, 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 permit by air or by sea. You know, by air or by sea. It doesn't say by land. This guy had driven it across the border. He didn't break the law. They've been prosecuting people like this for ages. No one even noticed. It doesn't say by land. He didn't break a single law. They were forced to let him go. Why is the law written in that way? How come they didn't write by land? Isn't it obvious that you would include that? The answer is they cut, copy, and pasted the law from the British law books. And Britain is an island. The only way to get there is by air or by sea. So they didn't have to write by land, but because they copied it in, the guy was able to find what's called in Hebrew an amatla. He was able to find a little legal loophole that actually meant that the guy did not. He didn't break the law. They had to let him go. No one could believe it. Rabotai, that was what Moshe Rabbeinu was doing. Moshe, we know, is the defense attorney for the Jewish people. God has the most incriminating case against the Jewish people. They worshipped Abu Dazara at the foot of Mount Sinai right after receiving the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu says, read out the law which incriminates the people. And Moshe Rabbeinu has, God reads out, so to speak, the, luchot, the words of the Luchot. Lo tisa, Hashem lo lecha. Moshe Rabbeinu says, it says lo lecha. This shouldn't be for you. You should not make, it's all written in the singular. Maybe all of these mitzvot, all these commandments were given to who? To me. It doesn't say lachem to the people. Moshe found in a matla, he found a legal loophole to save the Jewish people. And by doing that, Rabotai, by doing that, Moshe Rabbeinu broke the luchot. The luchot were no more something that could have spoken to all the Jewish people because he'd, he'd exposed, so to speak, this legal loophole in the luchot, in the luchot that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had given. Rabotai, it's important to understand this idea. The, law, the job of a leader is to be there and to stand for the people. The Pasuk says about Moshe Rabbeinu, Yavo Tov, V'yikach Mitov, V'yikach Tov, Mitov Latovim. What does that mean? Good should go to good and receive good for good. What does that mean? Yavo Tov, the one that was called good, the Pasuk says, Vatero Toki Tov. They, sh- they saw when your Moshe Rabbeinu was born, Kitov, that he was Tov. V'yikach, Tov, and he should take Tov. What does the Pasuk say about the Torah? Ki lekach, Tov natati lachem. He should take something which is good, the Torah. Mitov from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like it says, Tov Hashem. Like it says, no, good is God, we say in Asherah. And after that, what is, who's Tovim? Tovim is the Jewish people. Like it says in the Pasuk as well, calls the Jewish people. Tovim, Rabotai. The good person, the good one, should go to the good one, receive the good, and give it to the ones that are good. And I think what the Midrash is saying over here is not a play on words. It's not a play on words, Rabotai. You need to hear this. The only way someone could lead is if he is good. And that person who was good believes that the Torah came from someone that was all good. And only if he believes that the Torah itself is something which is good for everybody. And only if he believes that the student that he's giving it to is Tob. 
Moshe Rabbeinu has a legal loophole. What happened when the lawyer brought out the legal loophole? He said the thing, the case is over, he walks out. Moshe Rabbeinu is still fighting for the Jews. And what does he say? Why are you get angry? For this people, Asher that you took out from where? Where'd you take them out from? Eretz Misraim. Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, where were the Jews all this time? Where did they live? They didn't leave. They didn't leave in Israel. Where did they live? They lived in Egypt. They were surrounded by idol worshippers. You understand that? What do you think is going to happen to the people if you put them in Egypt amongst idol worshippers for this long? Of course this is going to happen. Moshe Rabbeinu, it's not good enough for him to get them off the hook. He needs to illustrate that they are good people, that they made a mistake. He needs to illustrate that he understands why they made the mistake. Rabotai, when you stand up for your child, the school sends you a message home. Our natural reaction is always to side with the teacher, to side with the someone, a policeman pulls over your wife, you say, your wife got out, you say to well, how come you did that? Why'd you do? You're supposed to, for someone, in order to be able to be with someone, to stand with someone, to influence someone, you need to believe that they are good. If you don't believe that, you can't lead them. One of the greatest people in this arena was Rav Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev. He always managed to find the good in every single Jew. He was famous for this. He know he wouldn't start shacharit in his sin, in his synagogue in the morning before he could look at everyone in the shul and say, this person is better than me. Could you imagine? Bezat Hashem, I bless you, you should have a rabbi like that. I also bless you that that rabbi should be me. But it's not yet. He was able to look at everyone in the shul and think, this guy is better than me. By the way, that wasn't a Hasidic thing that Rav Levi Yitzchak and Berdichev did. If you, if you look, you find it in Igeret Aramban. Iramban writes over there that a person should look at a rich person and say, look, wow, Hashem blessed this guy with riches. He must think that he's such a Sadiq. If a person is poor, wow, look at this guy. Hashem believes in him that he could stand, withstand such trials and tribulations of poverty. Whatever the person's life is, you could turn that into a reason why they're better than you. All of a sudden, one day, sorry? No, it's no, because if he's poor, we just said also the flip side of it. That's what Rav Levi Yitzchak. That's what Igeret Aramban says. Rav Levi Yitzchak would always find something. Always, he would always find something. Listen to this. One day, a guy walks in with all the gaava, the arrogance, like this, swaggering in, knocking people over. He sees a guy sitting in a chair. He says, "Get up!" Not even his chair. He sits down in the guy's chair. Everyone's thinking, "Shema Israel." We're never going to pray Shahari today. It's a write-off. Let's go straight to Minha. How's the rabbi going to do? Look at this guy. Anyway, the rabbi is sitting there for a few minutes and he says, Hashem Melech. They think, what? They go pray afterwards, they come to the rabbi. They say, what do you mean Hashem Melech? How do you, I thought your menag is that you don't start until... He says, I thought of a reason why he's better than me. They said, this Ike, this Ge'e, he says, listen, I looked at this guy with his Ga'ava, with his selfishness, with all of his terrible midot, and I thought to myself, wow. Could you imagine having such terrible midot and still coming to the Beit HaKnesset? If I was such a rasha, I would never come to the shul. This guy, he's a rasha, but look, he, he overcomes his rishut, his ga'ava, his self-centeredness, and he comes to pray. Wow, what a sadiq. I don't even know if I would be that way if I had those midot. Could you imagine this? Now, I have to tell you, sometimes as a leader, you got to get very creative. <laughs> You gotta have a lot, you gotta have a lot of great ideas and a lot of interesting ways of looking at people. But that is the nature of what it means to be dan lekaf zechut. One more time. Says the Pasu, says the, the, uh, the Midrash. Yavotov, 
It's only if you see them as being tovim. It is our job to be able to always unearth in our children, unearth in the ones that we love, unearth in every other Jew. This nikudat hatov, this beautiful element inside of them, which is a chelak eloham imal, which is a portion of God Himself. And when we lift someone up that way, then be'ezat Hashem, not only um, do we not we fulfill the mitzvah of dan lekev zechut, but also that person rises to the occasion. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.